Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Hey, what's happening, uh, Rush Nation? Here we are. It's week one. It's week one of the NFL season. We are there. We are just 24 hours and a little bit more uh, away from live football back in uh, hands for the next 21 or so weeks. It's unbelievable. Cannot believe it. It's been a long summer. Lots happened. Lots of talk. Lots of changes for players, changing teams. Lots of coaching changes. Lots of offensive coordinator changes. Lots of personal stuff and everything, but here we are. We are here, and we are here to kick off week one in style. Um, so I guess before we get into um, the wave wire picks for this week, I'll just give you the content schedule for the rest of uh, the regular season. So this will normally drop on a Monday, um, but figured that there's not a big pressing need for this on a Monday when uh, we can give this to you as sort of the latest possible because you don't have the same wave of transactions uh, prior to the start of week one. So, uh, And it seems to be a good move with the latest injury to Travis Kelsey, um, but there could have been other injury news as well. So giving this to you a little over 24 hours in advance is, is, is a, uh, I think, a slightly smarter move. But uh, traditionally going forward from week two onwards, this will be uh, Monday uh, so this will go out on the Monday. You've got the Dynasty Show on a Tuesday. Uh, and then you'll have um, the matchup show on a Wednesday. So I'll give you the first preview for the week. Uh, 
So that'd be in line with rankings and giving you a view of uh, all the games, talking about all the fantasy relevant players, uh, where you should potentially uh, think about starting them. So going through each game, every single fantasy player, giving you a bit of an idea of kind of where I've got them ranked and what I kind of expect from them for that week. Week four is the flagship. So we'll have some guests through the season. We'll do some uh, all sorts of bits and pieces uh, as well uh, through the that and review and preview. And then Friday, you've got Fast Action Friday. So you've got a lot of different content. There's also lots of written content on the site. There's going to be waiver wire articles, start sits, um, uh, additional sort of fantasy stuff as well. So make sure you go check out all the work, all the great writers are doing at fiverrush.co.uk. Apologies for no show uh, on Thursday last week. Um, had a real life uh, a real job or uh, a first job uh, work need that meant I had to go and surface that. Stocks had his grandpa's birthday. So um, that happened um, and this meant we weren't able to record. So um was looking forward. I had a great guest lined up as well. It's just one of those things that unfortunately just didn't happen. Um, but that's unfortunately part and parcel of uh, the real world. So apologies for that. Hopefully we won't miss any more uh, for the regular season. We should be good to go. Um but yeah, that's uh, yeah. Apologies for that. That's the schedule for the rest of the uh, season. So make sure good thing is content every single uh, weekday for you to get you prepped for your fantasy matchups and all lined up. So plenty of things going on. Make sure you subscribe to um, the show. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe on Spotify uh, to get all the latest episodes and all the latest content. Um, also, you can subscribe to Patreon as well. Uh, for as little as a pound a month, you get access to the WhatsApp group uh, and access to me sharing advice and things. And there's a good group of strong fantasy players in there. So you've got access to that. So make sure you join the Patreon too. It's five uh, patreon.com forward slash five yard rush. Um, there's different tiers and you get different levels of um, goodies and bits and pieces as well with that. So make sure you tap into uh, that and get access to me and access to exclusive Patreon casts and Patreon podcasts and access to review teams. And also that's where all um, the questions I'll answer will get uh, first priority. So those that DM me with fantasy questions, uh, I try my best to get to as many of them, but uh, you know, sometimes real world gets in the way. So if you're a patron, I will always answer your question and you'll get it immediately or as quickly as I can. Um, Twitter, X, whatever we're calling it, might be a little bit slower. So um, that's going to do it. So let's move over to uh, the waiver wire. And so we'll start off, first of all, um, how I'm going to break this down is those around about the 50% mark, then those that are under 30%, and then those that are uh, effectively free are going to be free in most leagues. And I do that because of the different levels of leagues that people play in. Um I don't really want to talk about players that are over 50% owned. That's kind of pointless because they're effectively going to be not uh, available in the least of the people that we're playing. So uh, that would be listening to this anyway. So I'm going to do around about the 50% mark uh, and then under 30%. And then, yeah, pretty much you're under 10% uh, or even lower. So uh, that's kind of how this format is going to work. So we'll start with the quarterback. Oh, and last thing, all ownership is on uh, ESPN. There's a reason to use ESPN for ownership. Um, pure and simple, um, sleepers' ownership uh, numbers include Dynasty, um, which isn't particularly helpful because you're going to have players that are owned in Dynasty that aren't owned in Redraft, um, and that's going to shove the ownership up, and I don't find that the ownership numbers are as accurate as a result, uh, especially as well. 
not that we're going to do IDP in the waiver wires, but you know, all those sort of numbers kind of get skewed. Uh, ESPN uh, numbers are pure redraft numbers, so that's kind of why I use ESPN uh, because it sticks to uh, sticks to that and keeps it separate. So, um, so let's start here with uh, with quarterbacks. Um, sorry, just move my screen. It's just gone completely awry here. One second. This is terrible audio. Okay, so let's go through uh, uh, to quarterbacks. Uh, first quarterback I'll talk about is uh, Jared Goff. Jared Goff is 49% owned. Um, so you're looking at a player that was just outside the, the top 12 last season. Um, he's going to have a good start against Case uh, KC on Friday or Thursday night, Friday morning, um, which means the ball's going to be in hands a lot because they're going to be behind. He's going to throw the ball a lot. Um, he's definitely an option if you uh, lose a quarterback early. Uh, he's a good addition to your squad. So if you're looking at quarterbacks this week, for some reason you have a sudden need for one, Jared Goff is definitely the best option out there. Um also, just looking at potential uh, quarterbacks that could do quite well through the season, um, I've got my eye on two here, and I'm not suggesting you pick them up yet, but these are players you want to keep an eye on. Bryce Young, he's 18.7% owned. That's his ownership's dipping. It's actually gone down nearly 2% this week. And I guess that's teams that are perhaps structuring their teams differently. So Bryce Young uh, is a player that I'd be keeping an eye on. Another one is Jordan Love, 15.9% owned. Um, so the thing with... with um, John Love is he's a player that they've held on to for three years uh, in Green Bay. Uh, and he's someone who has had some small success on the field when he's covered Aaron Rodgers. So uh, it's not like he's not played for three years. He's just not played much. But he's a player that, you know, they have strong belief in. They trade away Aaron Rodgers um, because they believe this guy is the future of the franchise. They took him in the first round because they believe he's the future of the franchise. So he's being stepped on a little bit too much for me. So he's a player to keep an eye on. But I think if you've taken a quarterback early, then there's no need uh, to be having a backup uh, quarterback on your bench. But there's three quarterbacks I would definitely be looking at. Um, and especially Goff for his week one matchup. I think it's a good matchup. Mind you, Bryce Young's matchup as well against Atlanta is another one I'd be really keen to potentially attack. But it is a rookie. It's his first game. I wouldn't be as confident starting him uh, in that one. Um, moving on to the running backs. Um so there's a couple of running backs here that are, are well worth attacking just under that 50% threshold. Um, there's two here. One, Jalen Warren, 48.1%. There's some belief from the from the um, beat writers there that there's every chance he could potentially win that job overall. I'm not sure if I believe that and especially don't believe it early, but with Najee Harris' um, potential injury struggles last season, he, he sort of played hurt the whole year. Uh, it could be interesting to see how they uh, manage Jalen uh, Warren. So he's a nice pickup here, especially as you should be loading your benches with as many running backs as you can. Uh, another one, Tyler Algier, 45% owned. Um, Atlanta are going to run the ball a lot. Like they're going to run the ball. You can tell by their wide receiver core that they're going to run the ball a lot. So just because Bijan's there doesn't necessarily mean that Algier is not going to have a role. He's going to have a very strong role. So I like having him, given the amount that they... Um, have one of the lowest passing attempts 
uh, of teams in the league. Uh, they were ranked 31st last season. There hasn't been any major for, uh, personnel changes to suggest that's going to be much different this year. Um, so they're definitely going to be hovering around that sort of bottom five in passing attempts, which means they're going to run the ball a lot more. Um, so Tai Angier is going to be a big, strong role for him. And then if Bijan, for some reason, gets hurt, then you really are at the races because Tyler Algier had a phenomenal year and he's going to have very little competition behind him. So uh, definitely like having him on some benches. Dion Jackson, 36.4% owned. He's going to get the start for the Colts this week because um, there is no Zach Moss. Zach Moss looks likely to be out this week, depending whether or not he's going to be out next week as well. Um, so definitely like adding him this week. Um, again, it's just going to be him and Evan Hull. So I see Dion Jackson getting the majority of the work here um, early on. Devin Akane uh, is, is another one here, uh, 26.3% owned. He's a player that I think is potentially going to end up as the number one on this roster. I know that it, the uh, Dolphins have looked to bring somebody in via trade. Jonathan Taylor has been the most public one. And they also looked at um, Dalvin Cook, but ultimately there isn't anyone there. So the fact they keep looking... Uh, and they've drafted Akane. That says to me that Akane has a chance to vault himself up this roster and get some work. So he's a nice one I'd grab now while you can um, and keep an eye on him. Um, Dante Foreman is 16.3% owned. He is someone that I believe um, will start off as the um, starter. I could be totally wrong here, but I firm believe he's going to be the starter um for the bears although one to watch is roshan johnson 23.7 percent owned don't be surprised if roshan johnson if it doesn't work well for dante foreman um don't be surprised to see uh, roshan johnson be the guy who monopolizes and takes over uh that backfield altogether and now we're going to look at 10 percent. so these are players that are pretty much free in almost all of your leagues um jerome ford is the first one he's 10 percent owned Jerome Ford is effectively walking into the, the uh, Kareem Hunt role for the last few years. Um, so the way you're looking at this is this is a run first team in Nick Chubb uh, and Ford. Ford is going to be the number two. So he's immediately going to get immediate work, flex worthy work most weeks. But he also becomes a premium handcuff because if and when Chubb goes down, because he goes down most years and misses multiple games every year. Ford is the premium <laughs> handcuff to get the majority of the work. And they believed in this guy enough to cut Kareem Hunt. Now, listen, some of that was cap related as well, but they still had to have the talent behind. Um, this is a coaching staff that will be pressured into making the playoffs this year. So they're not going to deliberately make their team weaker unless they believe they've got the talent there. And so, uh, you know, for me, Jerome Ford is a must have in all leagues. Um, so, so I'd be picking him up and, and using him as much as, as possible. Um, and then the other player I'd be looking at is Sean Tucker, 1% owned. This is a long-term play. Sean Tucker is going to start the year as the number two back in Tampa. Tampa will use two backs this season. Everyone's been thinking it's Chase Evans. It's not Chase Evans. Chase Evans, if you've got Chase Evans on your roster, drop him. He is done. He is done for fantasy relevance. He's not going to be fantasy relevant this season. It is going to be Sean Tucker. Sean Tucker is proven to be quite a strong candidate. Um, the fact that he's vaulted himself from an undrafted free agent to this high up on the roster, but he had a great, great college career as well. It was a bit of a surprise he went undrafted. So Sean Tucker for me is a guy that you want to be keeping an eye on. I'd be adding him everywhere you can if he is available especially if you've got quite a few bench spots. 
Sean Tucker's the guy I'd be adding um, because if something doesn't quite work with Rashad White or they need that change of pace back, um, then uh, Sean Tucker is going to be that guy. I still think Rashad White is going to have a very good season, but don't be surprised. Um, the way we've seen the Bucks' offense the last few years, they have used both uh, running backs, and that's been Jones and Fournette or Fournette and, and White. Um, so, you know, they will operate with the second running back and Tucker will get that workload. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It will start slow. It will build up. I'm not saying you start him week one, but he's a player I would certainly be adding uh, in as many spots as you can. Moving on to uh, the wide receivers, this is where it gets a little bit more tricky, but there's still some good value out there. Um, some guys I'd be targeting, just to keep an eye on. Um, the first one I would look at, I was just seeing some breaking news here that Carl Nassib, uh, the NFL's first openly gay player, um, has retired from the NFL, which is a shame. I'd like to have seen him come back. He played for the Buccaneers, of course. Excellent guy. Um, so that's some breaking news for you right here on the pod. Um, so yeah, some some guys under... Uh, there's no one under that 50% to 30% threshold with the exception of Zay Jones. He's 30.6% owned. Uh, Zay Jones had a really good season last year as a flex sort of wide receiver. And I know people are saying, well, you know, Calvin Ridley's there now. There's more uh, competition for targets. But Zay Jones earned his. And I think you're going to see more of a dip from Kirk. Um, and, I, you know, you might see Ridley lose a little. Um, you might see Jones lose a little bit, but I don't think you can see him lose too much. I think he's going to operate in that small um, sort of mid-range, uh, short to mid-range level. Um, and I think he's someone that will continue to gain targets. He's not going to score many touchdowns, but in the PPR league in particular, he's someone that's good for you know, sort of five, six receptions a week um, for that sort of mid yardage. You're looking at 10, 11 points. It's not, it's not a huge amount, but it, it's someone that he could potentially get a lot more, especially if he gets targets in the game early and he, he makes plays early, then he's the sort of player that will keep getting retargeted. Um, but I like having players like that just as a safe flex option on the bench. So he's someone that you could definitely look at. Uh, Jonathan Mingo, 20.3% owned. You know, he's competing for the, the for targets in Carolina. Um, and, you know, you've got a, a coaching team there that bought in a brand new set of wide receivers in Thielen and Chark and, and now Mingo, who they drafted. Hard to tell who's actually going to. I think Thielen's going to be the dominant, especially the dominant red zone guy. But I think there's plenty of, of targets out there uh, for players to, to pick up. And don't forget, you haven't got Christian McCaffrey there anymore monopolizing a load of targets. And then you've got Miles Sanders, but he's not been a phenomenal catcher of the ball. So I think you're looking at, there's a lot of targets in play. Almost all the targets from last season have been vacated. 
So um, Mingo's a flyer because he's, he's one that could easily pick up a really significant role very, very early and build that relationship with, with Bryce Young and with the draft capital as well. Could point to that way um, as well. Similar story for Romeo Dobbs. Um, so 19% owned uh, Romeo Dobbs. And at the end of the day, similar story. We know that Watson's going to be the one in in Green Bay, but there's a huge fight with the youngest wide receiver core in the NFL for the two. I would say uh, Dubs, Dobbs, however you want to pronounce him. I say Dobbs, but some people say Dubs. Um, we'll get the we'll get the nod um, in that two role, and I think any wide receiver two uh, is is definitely a worthy option, especially as they've got Chicago. So I definitely think that's a game that could be a bit of a dogfight, and I think they'll rely on players that they already know first. So I expect him to get some work. And I can even say a similar story for Van Jefferson, 18% owned here. So Van Jefferson is a really interesting one because he's the wide receiver two. He's got no cup this week. So really he's the one. And then the only player on the roster, um, the only players on the roster that have caught targets previously, Tyler Higby at tight end, not a huge target volume player. Um, and then Tutu Atwell, who is tiny. So... Van Jefferson on the outside could see him getting a lot of work, especially if Cooper Cup is going to be out week one, which is what we all kind of expect uh, to happen. So really like adding him. His ownership's gone up 8% this week with the news of Cup. Not a surprise. Um, I would definitely be having, if you've got a few injury concerns, a bit of a worry at flex, Van Jefferson's a player I'd certainly be adding this week and then seeing how he gets on for future weeks. If you're looking for slightly longer-term plays here, there's a couple... Uh, Rashad Bateman, 17.9% owned. Bateman's been awesome in fantasy when he's been fit. He just hasn't been fit all that often. The fact that you can pick him up for basically free now in most leagues um, suggests to me that he's well worth picking up. Um, I still think he is the secondary target. And I think with the way that Todd Monkin's going to coach this offense, you're going to see more out of Bateman if he stays healthy. So I really like um, having him on my rosters. I've got him on quite a few places where I've even drafted him as a result. Another one, uh, Marvin Mims Jr., 13.5% owned. His ownership's gone up nearly 6% this week. And again, with Marvin Mims, uh, you've got an injury to Jerry Judy, so Sutton, Mims, they invested a, a big high pick on Mims. Uh, you know, I think he's going to get some work. Might take a little bit of time to get going, but he's a player I would look uh, to be having on rosters if you've got the spaces on benches uh, in particular. If we're going under the 10% threshold, uh, two players to keep an eye on, or three actually, Jalen Hyatt, 7.2% owned. I think Jalen Hyatt probably is going to be the lead wide receiver target on this team. And the reason why they're all low owned is because no one knows. And that's a fair assumption that no one really knows where this is going to go uh, as a team. So it's going to be an interesting one uh, to see what happens. But I would be putting a few chips in on Jalen Hyatt, especially as it's not going to cost you anything. If you don't see anything after the next couple of weeks, then of course you can just drop him and, you know, it hasn't cost you anything. So uh, he's worth an ad for me. Um, Tank Dell, 4.7% owned, you know, Houston, bit of a wild card team. I think Robert Woods is the one. Uh, everyone's talking about Nico Collins being the two. I'm not so sure. I think that position you've got, they drafted two wide receivers. Um, so I really think Tank Dell was, was impressed all through off season. He again could just be a bit of a flyer. Um, you never know what you're going to get, but if you have a, a spare bench spot due to IRs, due to pups, uh, he's a player I'd be looking to take a flyer on. Um, 
Speaking of Robert Woods, 2.9% owned is Robert Woods. That is ridiculous. He's the Houston wide receiver one with a proven fantasy pedigree. And I know the Houston offense isn't going to be great, but in a PPR league, he's going to be peppered with targets. He's going to get a 30% target share. Now, I can't think of a time where a wide receiver with a 30% or near 30% target share is pretty much unowned in every league. Like, that makes no sense to me. So Robert Woods, uh, available in most leagues, I'd be going ahead and picking him up. And there's a couple more players. Michael Wilson's another one, 1.9% owned. Uh, similar sort of boat in the sense of he's going to be the clear wide receiver to vested draft capital on him. Absolutely no one's talked about him, but he's the only sort of guy in Arizona with size. Everyone there is tiny, quick, short, track star wide receivers. Michael Wilson is the alternative. And they're going to be behind a lot Arizona in games. And they're going to need to throw the ball and they're going to need to throw it to a guy with contested catch ability. And Michael Wilson has that. So another option for you, just again, in those leagues where uh, you've got a bit of extra bench space, and you've got a bit of uh, extra talent that you can use or you, you know, and you want to take a flyer on a guy that can make a difference later on in the season. Uh, there's a, a great couple of examples there that I can give you uh, tight ends this week. Um. You know, bit of a difficult position. Uh, there's two here under 50% owned that I'd be targeting. Um, one is a concrete, Chigga a concrete, 47.7% uh, owned. He's up 8% this week uh, in ownership. Um, he's a player that I think is going to get used a fair bit, especially in that mid range. Um, you've got sort of big guys on the outside, but they haven't really got a slot receiver. So I think Chig is going to get effectively what be the alternative to the slot receivers also don't really have a receiving back because Derek Henry doesn't catch a lot of passes so there's a good opportunity for him to be a, probably a low end tight end one um so if you're out and you don't have Kelsey if you've got Kelsey out this week Chick's not a bad one to pick up nor is uh, Gerald Everett uh, quite a friendly game for him as well against Miami 46% owned that's up 5% this week he could be a, a really good alternative we all know about Gerald Everett has quite a, a storied career Again, talking about probably low-end tight end one consideration for the rest of the season. I think you, I've got him outside of that, but he's someone that I think could be uh, incredibly useful to have on your roster. Uh, dipping down a bit to, um, dipping down a bit to the lower percentages here. If you're looking for, um, there really isn't anyone in that sort of under uh, over ten percent range that I'd want to be investing in too much right now maybe Dawson Knox he's 12.1% owned I think he's going to start well and again if you need a tight end now um, Dawson Knox for week one might be a good feel but not one I'd be investing too much on uh, if you're looking for the under 10% plays the main one for me is Luke Musgrave he's going to start for Green Bay immediately out of the traps and I've already talked to you about all these vacated targets and young uh, players in in Green Bay, so there's plenty of opportunity there for someone to make a play. Luke Musgrave, six point eight percent owned, is going to be that guy. He's easily going to be um, a sort of top three option in that offense, I think. And I think he's someone that, as Jordan Love gets acclimatized to this new look, uh, Green Bay Packers, is going to get some work. And again, especially good matchup this week as well at Chicago. Um, I like Luke Musgrave. A lot. I think he's well worth a pickup. He should be more than six point eight percent owned. Um, also, think Noah Fant could do something this year. I've got him at you know wide receiver, um, tight end two range, four point six percent owned. But he's worth having a look. As is Trey McBride, zero point eight percent owned. 
I think they're done with Ertz. I think Trey McBride is going to be the starter. He's going to get the majority of the work. That's who I would be looking at long term. It's Is there enough work there to make him viable? Hard to say. I think he gets to start week one. They're playing uh, the Commanders. I wouldn't say that's the best matchup for him. Uh, I'd probably look more at uh, Musgrave if he's free. But Trey McBride is someone well worth keeping an eye on. So just keep an eye on him uh, and see what happens there. Moving on to DSTs. Um, the DST streamers of the week, there's a couple here that you can really target. Um, the Falcons at 6.5%. They're playing against a rookie QB, likely to throw some picks. Uh, I actually do sneakily feel like Carolina could win that game. Um, sorry, Falcons fans. But, you know, if you're looking for streaming options, the Falcons DST um, could be a really, really good option for you, uh, as is the Vikings DST, 4% owned against Tampa. I think it's going to take time for that Tampa offense to get going. I don't think they're going to hit the ground running out of the blocks, and that's me being a pessimistic fan uh, per se. So um, <laughs> as a result, I think the Vikings DST is probably not a bad week one play. Uh to, to go at in particular. Um, and then if you're looking, it's a few sort of slightly owned. The Jaguars are 18.7% owned. Their ownership's gone up a lot this week. Um, so they're playing Indy. Uh, again, Anthony Richardson, whole new offense, whole new coaching staff. Going to take a while to get going. I like playing them this week if you can get them um, on your waiver wire. They want to be targeting and then Right at 50% is the Commanders. They're playing Arizona. They're going to be playing Clayton Toon, who wasn't a highly drafted quarterback. Uh, I would be looking at them. If you can get Washington and you need a DST to stream this week, Washington would be a really, really good one to go and target. But they are 50% owned, so might not be available in your league. Kickers, do you really need a kicker? Um, If you do, uh, Cameron Dicker, 31.3% owned. I think he's going to get a lot of opportunities against Miami. Uh, he'd be a really good one to to start this week. Um, another one potentially to start this week, Greg Joseph uh, against Tampa inside, 9.1% owned. I think they'll put some points up this week. Um, so I do like the look of that. Or oh, Jason Sanders, 7.4%. If you're looking for a season-long kicker, Jason Sanders is about as good as it gets for consistency-wise. He's not going to challenge the top five, but he's going to be a set-and-forget kicker. So if you're desperate for a kicker, didn't draft one, then he is your option to go to. That's going to do it for the Wave Wire podcast. Sorry for the little um, break of audio in the middle there. Just uh, had a, an internet issue, and then all of a sudden things wouldn't load. So I do apologize for that. I've tried to edit it out best as possible but uh if if it's still come through then apologies for you uh apologies to you for that don't forget to check out all the content uh, as for the matchups pod because this is going out on wednesday i'm going to drop the matchups pod um tomorrow morning and then we'll put the uh we'll do the show out for uh the flagship uh after that in the evening so tune in for those podcasts uh be doing a patreon cast as well so make sure you tune in to that one um but until then rush nation don't forget as always keep rushing and good luck with week one
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.